it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. because we had a couple people yesterday say yo it's tuesday <laughs> okay but the podcast <laughs> the podcast was released on monday oh okay see okay everyone needs to calm down cc's it's on always, it it's always, always released on monday i've never released the podcast on tuesday just the graphics sometimes just the graphics sometimes to kind of remind you if you haven't applied for what do you do set up notifications yeah. for us on the apple podcast yeah if you haven't done that You'll think exactly. it's coming out on Tuesday. But. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, you're obviously not our real fans because <laughs> you would have been subscribed. I'm over here thinking. I'm not even subscribed. I'm over here thinking. You've been Again, subscribe. I'm sorry. I, I will right now. <laughs> so like subscribers get notified on Monday. So I actually like doing the graphic on Tuesdays because it reminds mm. people, you know, but fine oh follow follow show that's subscribe yes. right yeah oh I yeah. do that I do that I All think right. I have notifications off oh okay because I'm always, a podcast I have notifications off on everything yeah and I'm not I haven't been since day one of this so <laughs> love Megan's not a head of marketing so in our corporation uh, okay HR is going to come after you after this. Podcast. I know you are our HR. What are you going to do? <laughs> oh, man. Take me off. It's going to be just CC on the episode. Cover. I will own 70% of this business after today. <laughs> could people take that? Reminded me of Shark Tank. Do you think people could go in with their podcast to Shark Tank and be like, we want, like, would this be considered a business? I mean, I think yeah. so. Oh yeah. We what would you do away. on Shark Tank? Would you be like, I would be okay. Let's say we would, sorry, this is way off guys. Like, but I used to, I love Shark Tank. I've watched I do too. it ever since it was a thing and my, no one would ever watch it with me, but typically like when Stash and I watch it, even sometimes I like try to guess like what they will offer based on like how much oh their company gosh, of is. Course. And <laughs> It's just like, a, it's like, gets me like dopamine, dopamine hits. <laughs> um, and so pretty much we would like get up, but get a price for a company based on how much we've made and how much we put, could potentially make. So we would price out our company and then we would go in and let's say we're like, we want to build a podcast studio or like we want to go on mm. tour or whatever. Got and it. so we would see how much like building a studio would cost. Mm -hmm. And so you would decide like how much that price is based on how much we actually make, like what our business is yeah. priced at. And you would determine how much, um, what the percentage you want to give away based on how much money you're bringing in and how much money you're trying to get. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to do that. I don't want to give any percentage away. So let's no. just not go on. <laughs> because then you have to give a percentage of what you make away. Yeah. Some people don't already do that with taxes. No, thanks. Right. And some donors, <laughs> it's like some investors, they would be like, okay, you give away 5% until you pay me back. And then you have like a royalty or whatever. Uh -uh. Um, no, nope. yeah, no, thank it's you. A little confusing, but yeah, we're, we obviously aren't building a studio. <laughs> <laughs> Not until we live near each other. Come on, military, pull something through for us. <laughs> I know. And actually, then it'll just be in one actually, of our I don't want to be in Alabama. Are you kidding me? Offended. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, the plan is to both be in Florida at the same time. Maybe. Okay. Maybe CC's backing out now, but that was the plan like last week. So <laughs> I don't know what changed. We'll be talking off the podcast about this. <laughs> my plan is to stay in Virginia for the rest of my life. Oh my God. Well, too bad you're married to military man. He'll pull as many strings as possible. Maybe he's got more strings than Avery has to pull, but <laughs> my man has so many strings. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> 
I hope you get to stay in Virginia for the oh there goes my falling mic. apart I hope you get to stay in Virginia for the rest of your life thank you baby you're welcome I just don't see it happening <laughs> all right what's your heck yes oh my heck yes is uh all three of us slept well I guess four baby girl and my tummy might have slept in too I don't know uh all three <laughs> of us slept in this morning and it was a week it's a weekday and Carrie Whoa. woke up at like 6 45 and then put herself back to sleep and we like all stayed asleep until like 7 30. It was so nice. Um also our oven comes today. <laughs> the sweet Lord Jesus. So you did get one at oh yeah Costco Black we Friday. We got one at Costco Black Friday and we had like three hundred dollars in Costco points. So we literally got an oven for like two hundred dollars, a brand new oven for like two hundred dollars. And they're delivering it um, and installing it. So just so clutch. Um, that comes today. Thank the Lord. I've just been wrapping presents like a mad woman because there's nothing else festive I can do. I can't bake Christmas cookies and I can't give away Christmas cookies because I don't have an oven. So I'm just wrapping presents like crazy, which I also love to do. But I'm like, okay, I need another festive thing to do. Like I, I said, need- easy bake, easy bake. Easy. <laughs> they don't come out the same. You know, they don't. <laughs> It's like straight plastic. I know. <laughs> it's so bad. Um, um, what was I gonna say? You are like suffocating from not doing enough Christmas things, and it's like funny to me. We are losing time. We are losing time. We are. I was gonna say we were halfway through the month. We're only a week into December. But... Like, don't tell me we're halfway through. The month. Yeah. Now you're now you're stressed, but that's why you gotta stay ahead of the curve so you don't get stressed. But I'm like, come on, Evan. So tomorrow Christmas cookies are going to be made. Um, and next week Avery's hunting for like three days straight. So Christmas cookies will be made during that time. And Wait, he, will come he back. could bring back some deer. Yep. He's going to try and bring back deer and duck and all kinds of things. There the guy go. he's going with is like, you need to bring two coolers. And I was like, oh gosh, maybe more than that, but I know. Yeah. Oh gosh. Heck yeah. You're yeah. going to get some meat for the winter. Hopefully we'll see. We didn't we'll both be cooking venison chili. Look at us. Avery is like a roast duck for Christmas. Just sounds so wholesome. I was like, yes, it does. <laughs> I don't know if that sounds good though. <laughs> I don't know. Don't know if I want to. That have- feels like you're in like Ireland, like yeah. fox hunting in the morning yep. and a roasted mm-hmm. duck for Christmas. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what I thought of the Muppet Christmas Carol when he said roasted duck for Christmas. I was like, okay. <laughs> what's your heck yes okay so my heck yes and heck no are related okay so Jackie Mulligan she is a dear friend but she owns reform wellness um if you haven't heard of it it's great you can look it up on Instagram it's called reform wellness anyways she um had me do a GI test and it's so funny because when Megan was here last I like had done it and I had to put it in a freezer in, in my, or sorry, I had to put it in my fridge before UPS picked it up. And GI test means poop test. <laughs> Just so everyone knows poop was in her fridge. <laughs> no, it was in a plastic bag. Well, yeah, in a box. Just slap it on the <laughs> shelf in your fridge. <laughs> I didn't know what a GI test was until you verbatim explained to me what was happening. And I was like, all right, I got to remind this girl. That UPS is coming, so she needs to take her poop out. <laughs> it was going to be more than three hours or something. Yeah. I was like, okay. Anyways, so did a GI test, and she went over the results with me yesterday. And um, they're not Jackie's- good. <laughs> no, they're <laughs> Why is this your heck yes? Because it is Megan. Give me a okay, second. Okay, okay. Maybe you only told me the bad stuff yesterday. I'm sorry. <laughs> Enlighten me, please. <laughs> so she said I have a really healthy pancreas. Oh, and that, that is good. Felt, I know it filters toxins and hormones really well. Good. She was actually pretty surprised how healthy I am based <laughs> on based on having a parasite. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> there it is. There it is. That was uh, what I thought your heck yes was going to be. I was like, why is that a heck yes? No, this is the heck no. And then I get into the heck yes. So the heck no is that I have Giardia. If anyone's mm-hmm. ever heard of it, I didn't, but apparently everyone else has in the world. <laughs> I, mean, I told Stash and he's like, oh yeah, I know. I'm like, okay, never heard of that. Yeah. Um, 
but I guess that I've had it for a really long time because it has a lot of buildup and it's pretty much like compromises the lining of my gut. And mm-hmm. so a lot of like, if you think of it, like the soldiers that would typically take care of this, there's not enough of them. So they're taking good guys from other places of my body and still fighting it. And they've been fighting it for like three years <laughs> because <laughs> it's either from the Philippines or Peru. And both of those were in 2019. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she said that you, it typically is picked up in foreign travel um and I don't even I mean honestly I was eating at really bougie places in the Philippines we did do a few but Peru was like yeah rough. Peru was my Colombia and that's a rough yeah we There's... were on mission trips at the same time yeah yeah and, and I was deathly sick my my soldiers did not fight the battle well <laughs> so I was sick yeah I think it was Peru to be honest because yeah. I mean, like, God bless them, but they were cooking food on the side of a mountain and my stomach's just not used to whatever's right, right. In mountain food, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways, I need to kill it off. And in sh- like, this is probably why I'm so tired all the time because my whole body has been fighting a parasite for three for years. Three years. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> so now I'm taking these like herbal stuff three in the morning, three at night. Um, so she said, you're not going to feel good the first two weeks and it will look up. I'm like, good. Cause I'm home for two weeks. So that's perfect. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. That's a heck yes. Like really good timing. Um, and then also she was saying that it's like called like antigladen and that shows like gluten intolerance and it's supposed to be mm. at a zero, but mine's at 186. So mm. apparently yeah. just a, just a couple notches too high. <laughs> so no more bread, no more pop tarts, <laughs> which I feel like part of me is dying. Yeah. That's a brand. That's a, oh, you're, well, you're, you're cutting off a limb basically. I know basically because <laughs> all I eat is bread. Uh-huh. And, um, I'm going to be no help in that department either. Yeah. So I'm going to try to not go fully gluten-free, but really just reduce a ton of gluten. Cause like my stomach never hurts and stuff, but she was saying that it's probably inflamed on the inside. And I'm just lucky that it doesn't have like external symptoms. Yeah. I was going to say guts typically yeah. shown all over your face in acne. Mm-hmm, exactly. You're not acne. So thanks beauty counter. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> keeping it all deep within. <laughs> I know. So yeah, that's something. And then, um, there is something called this. I think I'm pronouncing it right. Bacillus SSP, which is really, really high. It's, um, a bacteria and that's okay. typically highly associated with ADHD. So mm. I was like, mm, checks out. Um, but we got to lower uh, yeah. that. <laughs> so I'm on the, a bunch of supplements and stuff to lower this, but my guess is I'm just so thankful for Jackie. Um, just for her saying yes to building this company and for her being able to be the right woman, help me. Um, she's awesome. She has a program called reform wellness. It's like, I can't remember nine weeks, seven weeks. Um, but I went through it, uh, Lent time last year and it was amazing. And ever since then, her company has been such a blessing. Um, and also like, she just sees it more than just health. Like she sees Mm -hmm. it as like, no, you're getting to the root of the problem. Like you're digging at the roots because like this way, when you're healthy, have enough energy, like you can just love on people so much better. It gives so much more mm-hmm. attention and energy to God and people around you. And I was like, you're right. Like, this is kind of a sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the gluten thing, but like, yeah. I do want to see how I am without it. And just, I haven't, and it's true. Like I've been such low energy the past three years. I'm like, I don't know, maybe this is just getting old. Um, <laughs> But I'm like literally 24. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, there's a really big difference between 21 and 24, let me tell you. But yeah, freaking Giardia. I, I haven't looked up what it looks like. So I'm kind of I don't know if I would want to. I don't. Should I look it up? I now I'm intrigued. Okay. Giardelli is the first thing that comes up to me. I know what that looks like. Okay. Giardia. Drinking contaminated water. Yeah, our dog got it once. <laughs> Sorry. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh. I'm, uh, I'm so grossed <laughs> out. Ew. Oh my gosh, it looks like it has tentacles. I'm like, 
I want to vomit. <laughs> Do I put it on our podcast? No, no. It's so gross. It looks like plankton, plankton, whatever from something. But like pop. also, also mixed with like a tick or a flea or something. Ew. I'm sorry. I'm not Now you want to fight it even more, don't you? That was good for you. Mentally, that just put you in the corner against this thing. <laughs> I'm so grossed out, Megan. I get full body chills. I wanted to like. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't expect it to look like that, but I don't really know what I thought it was going to look oh like. Oh my gosh, I feel like I need to go take a shower. <laughs> oh, inside like of you. I feel like there's <laughs> bugs crawling on me. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm <laughs> so for, th- for three years. <laughs> this person has huh. taken up real estate in my gut. Like yeah. they are owning hotels, they yep. are playing Monopoly, <laughs> and they have the whole board taken over. Yup. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Meg, what's your heck no? Try to beat me. Try to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's also health related, sort of. Um, my heck no is that I have reached out to six midwives thus far. Only one of them is actually local to us. Others are across different state lines or two plus hours away. None of them are available except for one right now. I'm still waiting on a response from two others. One is available, but she's two hours away and she is an extra thousand dollars and she would require us to come to her for all of our prenatal and postpartum visits, which the prenatal, it's like, okay, that's a sacrifice. I have to determine if that's something I want to do. The postpartum, I'm like, she should be telling me to stay in bed, not drive four hours round trip. So I don't know. I don't know what we're thinking. And I, I told Cece that I was like moved on. It's decided in my head that it's a hospital birth. That's just what it's going to be. And that's just my fate. And that just mm-hmm. effing sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> we know how Megan feels. I'm so pissed about this. I'm just, I'm so stressed about it because I'm not willing to let it go. Like I want to just know and move on, but yeah. I'm so convicted about this that when I even like, when I told you like, yeah, I've moved on in my head. It's just going to be a hospital birth. Now I just need to mentally shift and adjust. I didn't actually really think about it. I just tried to block it out and move on. And that was just what we were doing. And like, whatever, just like I didn't birth with Carrie, like I didn't have any other options. I just had to do what they told me to. And I just had to adjust and reshift Mm -hmm. mentally. And then I realized as the day went on and as the next day came that I was not okay with that. And that I still had control of the decision and that there's got to be something else. There's got to be someone else. Cause it's not the fact that my midwife in the hospital is bad. It's the fact that as soon as you go into the hospital, you're at their will, they're not going to discharge you until they want to. So you almost have to play this game of like, I don't want to push the buttons too much. I don't want to cause too much of a havoc or a ruckus so that they let me out sooner. But also you go in there knowing you have to fight them for Cause people keep telling me like, Oh, well, you've already had a hospital birth. So at least now, you know how to better advocate for yourself. Yes, but why do I have to go in there instantly assuming I am at battle with these people? I have to fight these people on everything that I want for my birth, for my kid, for whatever. But also, play devil's advocate, that's an assumption. What is, fighting them? Yeah. It's happened every pregnancy, prenatal through birth and postpartum. But this is a different hospital. I'm just saying. No, it's happened this pregnancy too. With at them. this hospital. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's so that's an OBGYN clinic that's attached to the hospital across the street. So I have not been in the hospital yet. I have not talked with the midwife yet. I'm going in with a full blown freaking list because they don't know anything about my thoughts, perspective on birth or anything. Yeah. Like give they them don't a chance and because be they don't totally, ask. be totally you and upfront hundred oh, percent and say what you, you know, say everything right. that you desire right. and see how they respond. See but I think you at least have is. to like I have to give them a chance have a reaction for yeah. sure. No, for sure. And I was telling Avery too, like yesterday when we were talking about it, I realized, had the realization that I don't think he knew how tough postpartum was for me with Carrie based on the experience of her birth, because I tried to keep it in because he left for courses. So it was just me and her. And I was just bawling my eyes out at home and he wasn't there and he didn't witness it. Mm-hmm. And so this go around, I'm like reliving it and like realizing, no, that's, I, I don't want that for anything. Like I would rather give birth by myself in our backyard than step foot in the hospital. And he's like, why are you being so dramatic? Because he doesn't, 
he's like, he didn't witness it full send or I hid it from him enough or I didn't acknowledge it enough. And cause I've always just been like, well, anxiety I'm and tough. depression are, yeah. yeah. It's just like one of those things where it's like mental life hits you in the face. Sometimes you just got to move on. Like that's just how I've been raised. And that's just how I've been wired, especially as an athlete. And so now I'm like reliving it all and pregnant and trying to figure out my birth plan. And it's just chaos. And the fact that home birth midwives were just legalized two years ago here just makes me want to punch a wall because like, how do you, can you even regulate that? <laughs> yeah. That actually doesn't make any sense uh-uh. because it's not like the state has one insurance that they work uh-huh. with. Like that yeah. doesn't make any sense. The one thing and I was if... going to say, yeah, go oh, ahead. sorry, go on. Mm-mm. Go ahead. Um, first I want you to touch on the Reiki woman. Oh, I'm but oh, then, <laughs> okay. But then also like, give yourself a deadline. Like I will, if I haven't found a midwife or whatever home birth yeah. person, um, by this date, mm-hmm. then I will be pursuing right. other options. So yes, I need to do that because I would make Avery and I, Avery and I always do that when we have really big decisions coming up but I also need to first touch base with Sienna Ardula. We have not had a full on phone call about all the options, about all the experience so far of this pregnancy. And she's like my go-to in decision-making for this too. So it's not just Avery and I, and Avery mm-hmm. really appreciates that. <laughs> so I'm, we're planning a call hopefully before my next appointment with the OBGYN to figure out, okay, what has to be on that list that you mentioned to them? That'll be a telltale sign of how they react. Like what, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Reiki, Reiki. How do you say it? Do you know? I think it's Reiki. I think it's Reiki too. Okay. R-E-I-K-I. Um, I finally found this midwife, uh, who was in our price range, who is in Columbus, Georgia, which is 40 minutes away from us as the next closest midwife I've found is her. Um, and she travels, she willingly travels to other States, which means she's licensed in other States to do that. Cause not every midwife is, And she has a camper that she lives out of. So she can literally just park herself in your driveway and just like, yep, chill. And I was like, this is, this is it. The God just placed this woman in my life and this is it. Um, And then in her about me in the first sentence, it says that she's all these holistic midwife, blah, 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 Reiki practitioner. And I was like, I have heard that before. And I think that's against the Catholic church. (laughs) And turns out it's, um, I was talking to father Peyton about it. Cause I talked to Marilise about it. The one that we had on about Marilise, Yeah. Marilise, Yeah. I always say her name wrong. I, I said it wrong so for bad. like the first four months. So that's okay. okay, cool. Keep correcting me then until I say it right. Um, I was talking to her about it cause she's talked about it on her stories and she was like, yeah, no Meg steer clear. And I was like, Oh no. And I was like, I need to just cross check it with the priest so that I know for sure, for sure. Not that I don't trust her, but I was like, I just need to know for sure that she's out of, out of reach. Um, and he said, it's not technically demonic in the sense that they aren't from God. It's better to describe it as idolatry more than demonic. There isn't worship of Satan or demons, but any worship of anything besides God is corrupted. The idea of it itself is not a Christian principle. It's an Eastern religious principle and it's pagan to the core. It's worship of nature, um, which like explained it better to me. I was just thinking like energies. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when you think of like woo woo new age, it's like, yeah, freaky. it's yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Probably like more crystals, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was saying, I would suggest staying clear for a different reason than you would think. It's not that you would be open to corruption or demons if this person were around. It's just more about the fact that this midwife has outspokenly shared with anyone who stumbles upon her page that she does not live a life conformed to or confirmed by grace. Um, Do you want someone handling your birthing process? who doesn't at the very least worship Jesus Christ, which is like, oh, you're right. And his dad is an OBGYN like three hours south of us. So he's (laughs) he's a good priest to reach out to about this. Yeah. his but dad's yeah. like one of the best, one of the best. Yeah. And then the double heck no to that is that I asked, well, okay, so does your dad have any like inside, you know, scoops on home birth midwives or anything? He was like, uh, he doesn't really work with them. And I was like, cool. All right. <laughs> so I'm hitting a wall. Um, part of me feels like, okay, I am fighting God too much on this. And I just need to say, nope, he is like, clearly you've tried, exhausted a lot of options and you just need to accept that it's not going to happen. 
And then the other part of me stumbled upon Tracy last night that I shared with you. Mm-hmm. And she, it was like instant click. And it's this midwife who has been married to her husband for 30 plus years, has birthed 12 kids, not has 12 kids, has birthed 12 kids and went to Africa as a missionary midwife. And so there was just like all these things where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm already inspired and like so respectful of you. And she's super Christian too, but she's in Georgia. So if she's not licensed in Alabama, then she's not technically legally allowed to assist us unless I get an Airbnb in Georgia. Oh, she already said that? No, she hasn't replied at all yet. I have no clue, but that would be the one thing that, and obviously her not being available in April. So just massive heck knows because it's something I'm impatient about, but also something I'm not willing to give up yet. So just keeping you all updated, keeping you all updated on this process. I did not realize how difficult this was. Yeah, me neither. Figure out. I thought you could just choose a home birth and you had options (laughs) and it happened. Uh, not in Alabama. So yeah, we can, I'll move to Virginia. We don't have yeah. to live in Alabama. I guess. See, I don't know Virginia's laws either. I feel like the only place that has multiple are like California. So oh, true. We'll see. Ugh, we're to live in California. Yeah. Well, first we're going to jump into, um, some big news that I have, and then we're going to jump into voicemails of America's Funny Some videos, you know, how we talked about last time, I'm so like stoked. just funny stuff we did as kids or you witnessed as a parent. But before I jump into all of that Catholic company, I was just sharing on my stories the other day were these snow globes that I always get from Catholic company. And like, I don't know, you know how people like collect stuff that are like Christmas related. Like some people yeah. do not crackers, other people do ornaments, whatever. I have now two of these snow globes and I just love them. Like, so that's I'll, your thing. I'm like, maybe I'll be a snow globe gal. I don't know. Um, <laughs> do I really, did I step into this freely? No, but here I am. I'm just a snow globe gal now, but they're just so pretty. And like, Anyways, there's like, there's this one that has a Christmas tree in it. And then it has like the nativity and it sings music and they're called like glitter domes. Mm. And then there is another one that I have that it like moves in a circle and it has baby Jesus. Oh, and stuff really? And like, I didn't know it moved. Yeah. That's cute. Uh-huh. I have a Santa so... and baby Jesus one. Okay. I should get yeah. a nativity one. Yeah. But okay. I really wanted to incorporate Jesus and Santa together, which I know is a hot button topic. We'll talk about it later. I'm sure. <laughs> Oh. like you can't you can't acknowledge santa it takes Why? away jesus's birth i'm like it's literally saint nicholas but okay <laughs> oh my gosh but yeah so anyways catholic company has the cutest gifts check them out catholiccompany.com catholic company on instagram and you can use code heck for 15 percent off your order so okay my big news yes. I can't believe I was just texting my business partners this morning. I'm like, I can't believe it's like time to announce it. Like that's so nuts. So I have been working on a business since before the summer even started of this Mm -hmm. year. And we finally launch it today on the 13th because this comes out on the 13th, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We launch it today. So I'm not sure what time I'll be posting it today on Monday, but you guys get the inside scoop first. It's a business called West of Perfection and I'll get into the name, but we are a community for the gal looking for a place to belong. We host luxury events that are in person for the gal looking to gather for elevated conversation. And we have courses for the gal ready to learn and take it to the next level. Those courses won't be out yet, but we have our event coming up, which is super exciting. So check out our Instagram at West of Perfection. Um, There's going to be a really fun video of us that explains our company even more. And also check out www.westofperfection.org. But our first event, tickets go on sale this Thursday. Megan and I have just been talking about this forever, Um, but it's for Galentine's Day. So it's the first weekend of February. Um, February 5th is that Saturday, and it's going to be in Nashville. It's going to be a full-blown, full-day event, 
and we can go, I, we're going to go into the event more next week on the podcast, but it's literally a luxury event packed with elevated conversation through workshops and handpicked small groups. So it's going to be in Nashville. Tickets will be going on sale Thursday of this week. So December 16th, there are limited spots available. So follow along at westofperfection.org for all the information. You can see it on my Instagram as well. Check out the website, but we are so pumped to just launch this company because it's been a dream to really be able to host something where we can bring community in person. And also a really big part of this is like through our customized algorithm, we're able to ask the right questions for ladies who are attending and actually almost match make friends with who's there. So it's like, oh, your mother of six, well, chances are you'll be sitting next to other mother of sixes or you're a nurse. Well, you're going to be sitting next to nurses and things like that. So it's very organic, but at the same time, we're kind of matchmaking amongst the hundreds of women. So anyways, check it out. The name West of Perfection. Um, all of my business partners are Catholic. There's three other women. There's four of us kind of like North, South, East, and West. Um, but the way the name has come about is in old churches, um, the churches always faced East and the parishioners were West of the altar. So you were West of the Eucharist. And so we are all West of perfection. Um, and in a more secular sense, the sun rises in the East, it sets in the West. Um, so, but we are always West of perfection, perfection being Jesus in the Eucharist. So, um, it is not a Catholic company, but we are all Catholic. We are a Christian company, but we're not specifically Catholic. So we're just super excited. West of perfection. We always say our goal here is never perfection. We always reach just West of it, which is growth. This is like the thing that CC always talked about when we first met, but she was too busy helping other people build their businesses really well but she always wanted to have her own business and run something with events and community and other women and, uh, in social media and all of that stuff. And now she's finally doing it. So it's so freaking exciting. That's Thank so you. Cool. Yeah. I feel so pumped. Literally in the spring, I was just like, I'm sick of helping other people build their dreams. Like I'm yeah. sick of it. I'm like, I need to just do my own. Yeah. And the Lord totally provided me with three other amazing women. They're phenomenal. Who, yeah. Like you met them, um, yeah. their dreams. We all just, it all aligned. We all have completely different skill sets and it just totally. It's a huge, it's for perfect the, collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a collaboration and totally for the Lord. And it's been completely ordained by him because otherwise we wouldn't be launching it. So yeah super excited. So much spiritual warfare has gone into building this company too. So that's why we know we're doing it right. <laughs> yeah. That's when, you know, if it were just a breeze, you'd be like, mm. <laughs> I know I'm like, something's gotta happen. So before we jump into all things voicemails, uh, we have live action as a sponsor. We talked about them last week, Meg, you want to let them know about the merch? Yes. Oh my gosh. So I just got a new phone and I lost my old pop socket from live action. I'm really sad about it. <laughs> they have a pop socket that says love them both. And it's always kind of interesting to read. And it has like a heart and a baby inside of it. And people always ask like, what do you mean? What's love them both. And it's like love mom and baby pro-life doesn't just mean that we want to save all the babies and we're not going to consider the mom at all. Um, so they have pop sockets, but they also have this t-shirt. What was the original one? Do you remember? Supreme. Like it was Supreme. Yes. And then everyone went off with it and it like has stuck. So there was one that they have based off of the Supreme tea that says former fetus. And I just love it because it's like, okay, you want to use that lingo? That's what we were. We were the yeah. former fetuses that you are saying are fine to abort because uh -huh. we're actually just all freaking humans. So they also have one that says clump of cells too, though. So it's just, it's clever. And yeah, I like especially it. with the pro-life March coming up. Oh yeah. Um, at the end of January, like get your merch now. So we love it. You can get 20% off live action merch with code heck. Yeah. H E C K Y E A H all caps for 20% off your pro-life merch. And you can click the link in our show notes to shop all of it. Okay. So let's jump into this voicemails. The first thing I'm going to do is about responding to the girl that uh, emailed us about discernment last week. You know, you remember that? Mm, yes. Hey, Cecilia and Megan. This is Grace. Um, I'm calling for the girl who called in who wasn't feeling super at peace 
with um with the with the retreat she was going on and the ways that she was pursuing her um her vocation because I was actually in a very similar place and I just wanted to call to encourage her and say um you're doing the right thing you are you're op- you're being open to the Lord and he sees that as such a gift and of course when you're pursuing the Lord the devil's going to make you feel anxious and worried um but just know that the Lord brings peace and order and the devil brings confusion and chaos so when you're not feeling at peace it's not from the Lord and I also recently went on a discernment retreat feeling fairly confident that I was called to marriage but feeling that I needed to at least give the Lord the space to tell me if he wanted me to look into religious life um and what one of the things that really spoke up to me when I was there was the priest who was giving a talk said if you're already pursuing the Lord's will you're already doing it so I just want to encourage you and say way to go on this retreat way to pursue the Lord and just know that you can be at peace because you're doing you're pursuing the Lord's will therefore you're doing the Lord's will just go in and be open. The Lord's going to bless you so abundantly, um, even if, even if you're not called there, which you sound fairly confident that you're not, and just let him gift you because I was so gifted at that retreat, um, even though it wasn't for, even though the religious life wasn't for me. Um, yeah, I just wanted to call and encourage because your situation was so similar to mine and I was given so much peace. And also kudos to you to being peaceful in your singleness because I'm still working on that and I'm praying for you and I hope you're all doing great. Thanks. Bye. Love what she said about if you're pursuing the Lord's will, you're doing the Lord's will. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like, agree. There we go. There we go. So I can't remember the name who called in, um, but hopefully you're listening. Hopefully this puts other people's heart at ease. It's seriously, thank you for calling in. We love when people call in about other people calling in. Yeah. And like, we're all just like helping. Hey, here, I heard this from a priest or I heard this from a homily, or this is really stuck with you in scripture. And it's like, yes, <laughs> like we're we all have a like huge community. I know it's like, we're all eavesdropping on each other's intimate conversations, <laughs> which literally what this podcast is, right. is eavesdropping. I mean, we're talking about my intestines in your birth plan. So yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Could not be more intimate than that. So <laughs> so all right this next one talking about speaking of a gi test this one kind of goes along those terms this is hilarious hi megan and cecilia um i just listened to your podcast and i have a funny parenting moment um i now have three kids and um my oldest just turned a teenager so i will keep this anonymous because um I do not want my kids to know that I told this story. So I had a three-year-old and a one-year-old at the time, and my husband and I took them over to my sister-in-law's house. Um, They had built a house right down the street from us. It was a brand-new, beautiful home. And when we got there, I realized I think I forgot the diapers and the diaper bag or sippy cups or something. So I dropped them all off. I came back home and got them, and um, I was gone for maybe a few minutes. And I returned to a house that I walked in, and it just, like, reeked of poop. And my brother-in-law, I walk in the kitchen, my brother-in-law is dry heaving in the kitchen sink. And my one-year-old is standing there on their brand-new carpet in the family room with diarrhea pouring out the top of her diaper like uh, like out of the back of her diaper down the back of her all over their carpet so of course I'm like wondering what just happened I seem to always these things happen as soon as I'm gone it happened to my husband like something happens with the kids and so my husband said that our daughter was like standing there she like put her little hands together and was like tapping her fingertips and she said she had like a concerned look on her face and she said like poo poo. And so my husband was like, Oh, did you poop? And so he pulled the top of her, di- he like put her fing- his fingers in the top of her diaper and pulled it out to look down and see if she went. Apparently she had not gone yet. She was warning him that she was about to go. And as soon as he put his fingers down the back of her diaper and pulled out, um, He said it was like a volcano of diarrhea erupted and came out the top 
It came literally pouring out the top of the back of her diaper, down his hand, all over their carpet. And it was like an enormous amount. Like, I think she actually was like sick. Like, something was wrong. And they didn't even have kids yet. My, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law. So my brother-in-law started dry heaving and he like went over to the kitchen sink. I don't even remember if he threw up or not because I was too worried about my daughter. But it, I just, that's when I walked in. I walked into like this chaos. So anyways, I have many stories like that. I'm sure you guys will too with your kids. Um, anyways, it's still a story that we. Okay. So she got cut off, but it, that is ridiculous. <laughs> guys and ki- little kids with poop stories are always my favorite because the guys literally dry heave every time they dry heave every time they're like huh, huh, huh. And i'm like what i think it's something about like hormones where like women aren't disgusted by like their kids poop it has to be i wonder someone no, do i seriously think there's a there study is been done about like this that. okay it, there has to be because Avery, ha- like, when he takes out the diaper pail trash, he li- he dry heaves every time. What? And then when I do it, I'm like, you just take a deep breath, and then you just do it. And then it's It's just- a combination of men being dramatic and something. <laughs> like- Come on. Oh, there was a time when we ran out of diapers. There have been multiple times we've run out of diapers, actually. Um, and we were at Avery's grandparents' house, and the only thing they had was a puppy pad. So we literally <laughs> laid Carrie butt naked on a puppy pad until Avery got back from the grocery store. <laughs> and then there was another time where I gave her off to our my sister-in-law to watch her while I did a photo shoot. And she was like, hey, do you have any more diapers in the bag? Am I just missing them somewhere? And I was like, what? Oh my gosh, no. And so I was like, we'll just use one of Carter's, her my Carrie's cousins. They're a little <laughs> bigger, but I was like, whatever, just use those. And she was like, no, they just left the house. It's locked. So she couldn't get in. So she literally took paper towels and saran wrap and made a diaper. And she had, she had to, she had to make a diaper to go to the store and get more diapers. Oh my god. I keep leaving people SOL with my daughter Ah. and her diapers. (laughs) That is hilarious. The doggy pad one. At least it wasn't a boy because you'd have to like cover that sucker up. No, you don't move. You do not move until your dad gets back with diapers. <laughs> it's an issue. <laughs> that is hilarious, though. I'm like, did they, I like need to know, like, did they buy them a new carpet? Like, did it get out with bleach? Like, how and why and when? <laughs> it's always to other people or around other people. It's never to mom. Like, it, Carrie has pooped in the tub twice for Avery. Both times while I've been gone. So it's just been her and him. And she has literally pooped in the tub twice. She's never age? done that for me. Uh, six months and something like eight, eight or nine months. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's hilarious. Obviously not for Avery, but <laughs> timing of it's always hilarious. <laughs> oh my word. Okay. Well, this next one is really cute. And then she posed a really good question at the end. So Ooh. Yep, here we go. Hi, Susie and Meg. This is Grace from Virginia. I was calling because I heard you're looking for some funny parenting stories. So I, in this story, am not the parent. I was the child. But at the end, I will need some advice on this topic. So so some background. My parents were spankers, not like whipping us crazy, but they definitely spanked us, and I definitely got soap in my mouth on multiple occasions. So I think this story, I think I was about five when this happened, five or so. Um, So young, but not super young. Um, And basically, I did something to piss off my parents. They were just angry, and they sent me up to my room. My dad said, you go up to your room, you think about what you did, and I'll be up in 10 minutes to give you a spanking. So I, you know, go up to my room, crying, balding my eyes out, and when I get up there, Instead of contemplating on what I did, of course, as my five or six-year-old self, didn't even think a second about what I did, but rather went to my my underwear drawer and put on every single pair of underwear that I had. So I'm sitting there in this room with a freaking bubble butt of like 30 pairs of underwear on me, and (laughs) 
my dad walked – I don't remember, like – I remember doing this, but I don't remember, like, after the interaction after. But my dad to this day says he could not contain his laughter. It was – I'm there, five years old, sitting there with a bubble butt of 30 pairs of underwear on me. So my spanking wouldn't hurt. Anyway, that's my story and some advice I would love to hear from you guys. Thoughts on spanking your children. Thoughts on discipline. Um, I'm newly married, so no kids yet, but my husband and I have, you know, gotten into more specific um, conversations about parenting. So I'd love some insight, either how you think you're going to do it, how you were raised. Anyway, love the pod. Thanks, guys. Bye. That is genius. I think I did the same thing because I too was spanked occasionally. <laughs> oh yeah, I was spanked. hundred <laughs> percent. The open mouth, but it was always liquid soap underneath the tongue. Oh no, I never had soap in my mouth, but I was level. definitely spanked. Um, we had toys taken away and stuff like that too. But um, I Avery Avery always shares this comment because he was spanked too growing up, and there was a time when he was I think he was like eight or 10 or something like beyond the spanking age but his mom just like they were just in this routine he was the youngest one so she was just like he did something he wasn't supposed to and she spanked him and he just started laughing because it didn't hurt anymore like he was just like mom what are you doing and then she started laughing and then they both realized that like (laughs) they can't spank anymore because he's too old but I don't know I having Carrie and her being in her terrible twos now and having to figure out how we're going to discipline has been a really big conversation for Avery and I. So I applaud them for talking about it before they have kids. I think that's something Mm -hmm. Avery and I should have done more of. Um, but for me, I can't, I'm not good. I, we, I've tried because I understand, like I was spanked and I'm fine. And it taught me to respect and to listen instantly. Um, and not from a place of like abuse, because I know some people claim spanking is abusive, um, but it's a I, different generation. It's yeah, like, you know, it is. And I also just, I, I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it without bringing emotion into it. Like I just can't, but Avery can and Carrie, and you can tell the difference too, between Carrie reacting to me spanking. If I spank her, she turns around and hits me and continues to her, her attitude gets worse and worse throughout the day. If I continue to try and discipline her through physical means. Whereas if Avery, Avery, if Avery does it, she listens instantly and is silent and obedient. And so it's, I think it's, I think it's each kid is different. And I also think there's a different relationship between mom and dad. And like, she listens to my like words better than Avery, but she listens to his physical action better than she will ever listen to mine. But that's where we're at right now. Avery and I keep talking about it because I just don't, I don't know. It's one of those things that we're like trial and error figuring out as we go, which sounds terrible because it's a kid and you can't trial and error on a kid, but also like it's our first kid. So yeah, there's going to be some trial and error. (laughs) So come on, you were trialed and errored on a hundred percent. I was, but I know the amount of comments that you get when you talk about parenting and kids and sleep training and discipline, it's just like, you're terrible. You're, if you let them cry it out for five minutes, you're terrible. If you spank them, you're terrible. If you don't, you're terrible. (laughs) Yeah. You can't win. You have to do what you think. So my thoughts about it is like, first, you never know until you're a parent, you never know what kind Mm -hmm. of parent you'll be until you're a parent. Um, and one thing I have seen other parents do that I actually really think is smart is they will use spanking, um, when there's like a danger. Yeah. So like if yep. a 12 month old or 16 month old runs out in front of car, yes, you spank them after because you want them to know that that was very scary. Yeah. And exactly. so you use it for, you only use it for a time when it's like danger. danger, like, yeah. yes, like extreme danger so that they won't do it again. Yeah. Um, but not for like a typical, like, Oh, it's not listening. You pick up your toys. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so like they save it for that. And like, because they can't understand at that age, like, oh, the, they just can't understand what you're saying fully. Yeah. So, but like a spanking will like, no, you better like never do that again. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. like never run out in front of that car. Like never try to run away from me when we're walking on the sidewalk. Like yeah. never touch yep. the oven. Like, you know, never yeah. get close to that fire. Um, Cause so, otherwise they're not going to learn unless they touch it. 
Right. And then that's like actually awful of you as a parent to just let them touch an oven. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Because so many yeah. times it's just like, well, they'll learn and it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, they'll learn, but they'll actually be even more hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I like that approach. I agree. I've done that when she runs up, we're working on the street and the sidewalk, the difference between the two right now. So I will mm-hmm. do it then. But other than that, when it's just for like misbehavior in the house, I no. But I'm always like, I mean, you can sit, if you can walk, you can sit in a timeout. Like that's you, yeah. And that's, I think also I underestimated. And I think as a whole, people underestimate how quickly they understand things, even if they can't speak it well, she can understand what we're saying and she can understand how to listen. And she knows, and you can tell that she knows when she's like misbehaving and when she's like, bye, I actually just don't want to do that. And I'm going to go do something else. She knows. So mm-hmm. I think spanking is almost like a, like a lesser, like you she can reason her way through things. Right. I think she can't because she's always only 16 months. No, she totally can. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but teach their own. I have no insightful wisdom. I like what you've shared and we've totally done that because we've talked about that before, I think. Yeah. I used to nanny for um, a disciplined therapist mm. um, and she like helped Teach, yeah. like helped other children learn discipline like through yeah. play therapy with their parents something like yeah. that that's um, cool yeah and so <laughs> she had like a lot of cool techniques that she taught me to so that we could discipline our children the same right um, right right that's important. that was like a really cool learning experience one thing that was so cool that she did that I will totally do is like she had this lamp that was like a gummy bear I don't know and it pretty much turned different colors instead of like an alarm it turned okay. different colors yeah. when the time was up and so when you put them down for nap she would set it I think it was like an hour and an hour and a half it was like the gummy bear was red and then it would turn like blue when an hour and a half was up okay and so the two-year-old or one and a half year old would go in their room and nap. And if they didn't want to nap, they would just play in their room and they weren't allowed to leave their room until the gummy bear turned a different color. Yeah. So there was no like, okay, get out. Okay. Go back in. Okay. You're up, go back in or like you're up. Okay. Time for mom to be finished with her time. Like, no, the child knew that like, okay, if I'm not going to sleep, I'll read a book. I'll play in my room, whatever it is. Right. And because this is my quiet time and there was no like, is it done yet? Am I ready yet? How much more time? They knew that once that gummy bear turned a different color. It was time to get out. Yeah. And she also did that for the morning too. So she, her kids were on a schedule where they're not waking up at different times. If they woke up at a different time, fine, but they're staying in the room and playing and having quiet time until it's time to get out. Yeah. And I just loved that because it was non-confrontational with her child. It was like, they knew she knew she could plan how much time she had. She wasn't going to get grumpy in case they woke up super early or whatever. She just knew that like that child was going to stay in the room until it was time to get out. Right. And And then it wasn't negative. Her life doesn't revolve around their constant changing routines. They don't run the world, Mm -hmm. which yeah, is important for them to learn too. (laughs) Yeah. And it was so yeah. cool. Cause it was like, so positive. Like mm-hmm. it was like, no, get back in your room. Mom, mom's not ready yet. Like, yeah. you know, it was like, it's just new. And I'm sure yep. it took a lot of time and a lot of right. time to teach that, but That's I just thought it was brilliant. Totally worth it. Yeah. It was so cool. So loved that. Loved learning that. Um, another thing too, is like, just I've nannied for children in their ages that Carrie is. And their parents would say like, oh, they don't understand yet. Or like, mm-hmm. oh, they, they don't understand what I'm saying. Or like, no, they, I don't, we don't discipline yet. Maybe like around age three or something. Cause I'd yeah. ask like when I got the nannying job, like, okay, like what is your discipline strategy? Like, how can I parallel it to what you do? Yeah. Like, oh, we don't do that yet. They can't understand. But like when I would say like, okay, do, do not hit me. Please sit on this couch for two minutes. He yeah. would understand me and sit there and then say sorry yeah. after. But to mm-hmm. them, he, they would just, oh, he doesn't understand. And so he would just get away. He, with, he yeah, knew he that they away. didn't think. Yeah. Right. So he would to act up for them because he knew that they could, they thought that he couldn't understand. Right. He was taking advantage of it. He's like, these are oh, my years of freedom. I can't be held accountable for Jack. <laughs> oh yeah, totally. But then he would sit there 
and act appropriate for me because uh-huh. you actually take their age seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meg, you want to mention about, sorry, this is a sharp turn to a different topic. Mention oh, wow. about our sponsorship spots open. Oh yeah. Next uh, year, starting in January, guys, we have tons of availability and opening spots for sponsorship. So if you would like our listeners to learn about you, your brand, your products, what you offer, um, message or email us, don't message us on Instagram. We'll lose it. Email us at what in the dang heck at gmail.com. Um, and we'll, we would love to get our package and pricing rates over to you because we would love to share you with our followers, our listeners. Wow. Am I right? Oh my gosh. One more. And this is, it's it's a cute story about when she was a kindergartner. So here we go. Okay. So in response to, you know, like the funny kid story talk for this week. So when I was in kindergarten, parents could volunteer to come into the classroom um, on a certain day a week. And specifically, one of my classmates' fathers, he would come in every Wednesday at lunch and stay for the rest of the day. I was a very imaginative kid. I really loved Disney movies. And so, as a kid, I thought he was a pirate. Um, Here's the evidence. He had scruff. He had a hoop earring. And his last name was Hook. So... I thought he was Captain Hook. So every day at lunchtime on Wednesdays, I would go to my teacher crying and say, I don't feel well. And she would call my parents and my mom would come pick me up. Well, after about a month of this, they're like, okay, something is going on here. And so like two months into this, they finally realized what's happening. But yeah, it took them two months to realize that, um, I was playing hooky, essentially. She's playing hooky to see Captain Hook or to avoid Captain Hook? Wait, isn't it called hooky? Oh, is it? That was hooky. <laughs> Definition of hooky. Hooky something. It's going to be like hooky pokey. Isn't that a dance? Yeah. Isn't it hooky? Okay, let's see. <laughs> Guys, I we don't know. Neither of that comes up because I feel like it's slang. I've been playing hooky. Oh, what does hooky mean in British slang? To stay away from school without permission. Okay, so it's British slang. It's hooky. Hooky. <laughs> she was playing hooky. That's not how we say it down here in the shelf. Um, in British, they call it hooky, so. In British. <laughs> no, this guy, this parent that volunteered, he had an earring and he had a bun. I think she said he had scruff and his last name was Hook. And so she thought that he was Captain Hook and he came every Wednesday. So she said she was sick every Wednesday because she was scared of him. Because he was a pirate. <laughs> yeah, because he was <laughs> naturally. <pirate>. Naturally. <laughs> so I was like, that's so cute. Oh my gosh. That's well, like similar to when I uh, locked my piano teacher out of our house and he had to throw rocks at the window to try and come in why did you do that because I didn't like him he was Polish and it was the first male piano teacher I'd ever had and he was very strict about like my fingering being the right finger and the right number and everything I was really I did not like him I would lock myself in the bathroom before lessons and cry and I think it's one of those things as a parent where you have to decide like do I continue to push them because they're really good at this or do I accept that this isn't going well for her you know? Yeah. I feel like that so, happens with like dance class for little girls yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. So did that. He was throwing rocks <laughs> at the window to uh, try and get in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all have our people we try to avoid. <laughs> I can't wait to see what Carrie does like that. Oh no. So I'm going to have my, oh, go ahead. Real quick. <laughs> we were talking about Carrie the other day. Megan and I, and I was like, I'm afraid that Carrie affiliates me with the word nose because <laughs> last time I was there, I was like teaching her the word nose. And I was like obsessed with teaching her the word nose. And yeah. so now I feel like whenever she says nose, she thinks of CC and whenever she thinks of CC, she thinks of the word nose. It is true. It's, it's possible. And she did say though, she kept saying hair a lot during the FaceTime last night with you. CC, CC, hair, hair. <laughs> 
And I was like, okay, that would actually be more likely. And then you'll learn cornstarch and then it'll actually be on brand. So <laughs> we will slowly curve away from those <laughs> to, to something that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Bad mama. <laughs> That's true. We'll get there next. Um, I was going to say, we're going to try and have my parents on at some point. Um, they have agreed. We just have to commit to a date and I'm sure they will share plenty of things about uh, <laughs> raising me. I was the hardest one for them, but they were also the hardest on me. So there you go. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you everyone for listening, for popping in all of like, there's thousands of you that listen every week and we're just so grateful. And it would be like, I just want to see the faces that listen to us, you know, I know it's just so awesome someday. And we love you and happy shopping for Christmas. Bye. Bye. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it.